Hi, I'm Will Moffitt, Chairman of the Community Prevention Council, and tonight I'm going to talk to you about ways you can protect your children online no matter how they access the internet. Kids are online these days, just like the rest of us, and they use a variety of devices to connect and stay connected. Technology is hard to keep up with. It changes all the time. Kids are constantly finding the newest websites, the newest apps, and the newest gadgets. And it's our job to teach them the basic rules of internet safety so they can use all of these responsibly. So what do your kids do online? How many of your children like to use social media sites like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Kik, or Yik Yak? How many of your kids text or play online games? How many of your children Google to help with their homework? How many play in a virtual world like Club Penguin? Or download music from iTunes? Or watch videos on YouTube? Or maybe your kids download apps from the App Store or Google Play? While I can't go through every website or app your kids are on and tell you how to use it, I can tell you where to go to find that information. If you want to learn to check your child's browser history, use Facebook's privacy settings, or report cyberbullying on Twitter, check out our tip sheet, CPC Tech Tips, so you can stay up to date on what your child is doing online. The good news is that most children are not getting into trouble online, but there's still risks to consider. The issues we're going to discuss tonight are not specific to just one device or website. No matter what your children do online, they face the following issues. Inappropriate content, online privacy, sexting, online sexual solicitation, and cyberbullying. I hope that tonight's presentation will help you talk to your kids and work out solutions for your family. Let's start by discussing the inappropriate things your child may encounter. The internet opens up the entire world of information and images, some of which you don't want your children to see. On the internet, your child might come across content that features pornography, excessive violence, hate speech, risky or illegal behaviors. So, talk to your child about what to do when they find inappropriate content. They should turn off the screen. Use the back button. Tell a trusted adult if they have questions or need help. And report the content to the website or app where they found it. You'll also want to talk to your children about not posting it themselves. Posting inappropriate things online means your child may damage their reputation at school or among their friends, be punished at school if what they post breaks school rules, be charged with a crime if they are breaking a law, hurt their chances of getting into college, getting a scholarship, or getting a job in the future. You should be concerned about how much information your children are sharing online. Some examples of things that are probably, that are probably okay are pictures of family and friends, as long as they're posted with permission. Most pictures that kids post are harmless. Casual conversation in a game. Many kids play computer games or games on a console that allow them to talk to other players. And this kind of casual conversation is usually fine when kids stick to talking about the game. 
However, there are certain kinds of personal information that you definitely don't want your kids revealing. Those would be things like their passwords, their home address, their current location, their phone number, and their email address. Sharing personal information online is a security risk because it leaves your children open to identity theft. Someone may steal children's social security numbers, names, and birth dates. Online scams. Many children, especially young children, may be tricked into sharing passwords or visiting inappropriate websites by online scams promising prizes or money. Hacking. Sharing passwords and other account details can result in someone hacking into children's accounts and pretending to be them, or stealing files and other information that you store on your computer. In addition to being careful about the kind of information they post, you want to make sure your children are being careful about the images they share. Sexting is when someone sends or posts nude or partially nude images, usually via cell phone and sexting is on the rise. One study revealed that 2.5% of teens with cell phones ages 12 to 17 have sexed. 7.1% say that they've received a sext message. There are many consequences to sexting. Humiliation at home, at school, and online if the image spreads. Bullying by peers, sometimes so extreme that teens don't want to go to school. Blackmail by someone threatening to distribute earlier sexting images if they don't send more. Suspension or expulsion from school or losing a spot on the school sports teams or other school activity. Police involvement, which doesn't usually result in the teen being charged with a serious crime, but may result in mandated educational programs or community service. It is natural for children to be curious about sex. Unfortunately, there are people who will try to take advantage of this natural curiosity and make inappropriate sexual requests or solicitations. Sexual solicitations are considered aggressive if the request includes actual or attempted offline contact. Predatory offenders begin to play on children's weaknesses by offering them affection and attention. Offenders entice children by exploiting their natural curiosity about sex lowering the child's inhibitions by gradually introducing explicit images, using his or her adult status to influence and control a child's behavior, offering gifts like cell phones and gift cards. Here are some signs of grooming that you should look for. Check if your child is receiving gifts through the mail, like bus tickets, cell phones, and webcams, calling unknown numbers, rejecting family and friends in favor of spending time online, getting upset when he or she can't get online, minimizing the screen or turning off the monitor when you come into the room. If you see any of these signs, don't ignore them. Talk to your children. Check out what they're, what they're doing online and who they're talking to. Get help immediately if you suspect something is wrong. There are several things you can do to keep your child safe from predatory offenders. Talk to your child about sex and relationships. Talk to them about what makes a healthy relationship. Have an open door policy so they won't seek answers or inappropriate relationships online. 
And keep in mind that many teens are flattered by attention from older people. Make it clear that a 22-year-old flirting with them is not flattering. It's inappropriate. Set a policy about meeting offline for older teens. If you're not comfortable with it, then tell them they are not allowed to meet online friends in person. If you think it's okay, then establish rules to make it safer. And know your child's online friends. Encourage them not to accept friend requests from anyone they don't already know. Keep in mind that some offenders use the internet to target minors they already know. If someone your child knows contacts them online, they should check with you before responding. Teach your child the warning signs. Talk to them about grooming and ways people may try to manipulate them. Above all, call the police or sheriff if you suspect your child is having inappropriate conversations or relationships online. You should also file a report with the website or app where they've had these conversations. And now, back to cyberbullying. Cyberbullying is exactly what it sounds like. Bullying through technology like cell phones, social media sites, and online games. Cyberbullying can happen 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, and reach a kid even when he or she is alone. It can happen any time of the day or night. Cyberbullying messages and images can be posted anonymously and distributed quickly to a very wide audience. It can be difficult and sometimes impossible to trace the source. Deleting inappropriate or harassing messages, texts, and pictures is extremely difficult after they've been posted or sent. Cyberbullying differs from regular bullying in a number of ways. It often spreads faster than in-person bullying because of instant online communication. Has a wider audience because it can easily be sent to a potentially unlimited amount of people follows children home from school so they can't get away from it. All of this can undermine your child's sense of security. They don't feel safe at school because cyberbullies are frequently classmates and other peers, and they don't feel safe at home because the bullying is happening 24-7 online. Many of you have heard about Amanda Todd. She was harassed for years online and at school after a picture of her flashing a stranger on a webcam went viral. She suffered from anxiety and depression and engaged in self-harm. As you can see, cyberbullying can have a tremendous impact on children. That's why it's so important for you to understand the issue. To combat cyberbullying, you need to know who's involved. Here are the major players. The cyberbully can be someone who instigates the bullying or someone who joins in, and the victim, the one being bullied, usually both online and offline. And then there's the bystanders, those who stand by and watch the cyberbullying happen, but do nothing. Your child may fall into one or more of these categories because many children who are cyberbullied also cyberbully others. They've also probably been bystanders at one point or another. Because cyberbullying can be so far-reaching, it greatly impacts its victims. If your child is being cyberbullied, he or she may suddenly stop using the computer or cell phone. They may act nervous when receiving an email, instant message, or text. They may seem uneasy about going to school 
and withdraw from friends and family. If you see any of these signs, don't ignore them. Cyberbullying victims need to feel that you're taking the problem seriously and that you're going to do everything you can to help. Here are some specific ways you can help if your child is a victim of cyberbullying. Consider saving the evidence. Ask the school or the sheriff about taking screenshots and printing out any messages. If there's an investigation, they may want to see proof of what was posted. Block cyberbullies. Tell your child not to respond to the messages and take advantage of website features that allow you to block any user who is bothering you. And set up new accounts. This includes email, IM, social media sites, and cell phone numbers. Make sure they only give the new information to friends they trust. Talk to the school. Remember, most cyberbullying involves in-person bullying by someone your child knows, usually a classmate. Report it to the website or app where the cyberbullying is taking place. You might also be able to report unwanted text messages to your cell phone provider and block certain numbers. If you feel that any laws have been broken or if your child has been threatened, then contact the sheriff for help. And finally, remember to take your child seriously. Bullying can be very painful. Comfort your child by offering your support and understanding. To help prevent your child from becoming a cyber bully, you can establish expectations for online behavior. Make sure your child knows that you think bullying and cyberbullying are unacceptable. Set consequences for cyberbullying. This may vary by the family, but can include losing internet privileges or more supervised internet use. Model good online behavior yourself. Children learn from the adults around them, so always be respectful of others online. You don't have to tell your children that they have to be friends with everyone but you should teach them about respecting others. If you find out that your child has already been involved in cyberbullying, be open to working with the school as they look to correct the problem. Most kids are not bullies or victims. They're bystanders. They're afraid to speak up about cyberbullying because they're afraid of being targeted next or being called a tattletale. However, information from bystanders is critical if teachers and other trusted adults are to take action. So talk to your child about not being a bystander. Establish expectations for reporting. Make sure they understand that you expect them to speak up when they see cyberbullying happen, because silence only lets it continue. Encourage them to stand up for the victim when they feel it's safe to do it. That might mean being a good friend to the victim, telling the bully to stop, or refusing to join in the cyberbullying. They can also show support to the victim in private. Help them report the cyberbullying to the website where it's taking place or to a trusted adult. Bystanders will feel better about reporting if they're reassured they're doing the right thing. So help them see it through. Here are some things you may want to look into. Filtering and monitoring software. These can help protect your children from seeing sexually explicit content online and even notify you if they're receiving inappropriate messages. Consult your cell phone service provider. They may offer monitoring options for your child's cell phone. Research options for mobile devices too. 
Look at the individual apps your kids are using. Many apps have the option to turn off chat features or limit who can see what your child posts within the app. Explore built-in security features for programs and websites. These often have their own privacy or filtering services. For example, Google has a free safe search option. A list of help centers can be found on the tip sheet, CPC Tech Tips. But remember, the most important thing is to communicate with your children about what they're doing online. Discuss these things with them regularly so they know you're available and have an open mind. Kids need to know that you won't freak out if something happens. You may not be able to protect them from everything, but you can teach them how to make responsible choices when they encounter a problem. You can always go to our website and get more information and watch more of our videos. When everybody works to confront these issues, your children become safer and are more prepared to protect themselves online. Thanks for joining us and we hope to see you again soon.